0: Welcome everyone to the inspirational businesswoman show. I am so excited because today's guest is Natalie Forrest. Natalie Forrest is going to be talking to us about revolutionizing your potential. So hold on to your hats. We have a preview coming and then we'll get right to the interview. Here we go. Thank you. everyone again this is Virginia Parsons your hangout mentor and the host of the inspirational businesswoman show where you know it is my passion and my purpose to provide you the entrepreneur with a goldmine of inspirational tips strategies and advice to help you grow your business from inspirational businesswomen women in the know, and today we have a wonderful guest. I'm really pleased to bring her to you, but I'm noticing I've got some technical glitches going on. It looks like you're getting some things in reverse mode. I hope that's not true, but could you help me out and uh, let me know if you just saw that preview trailer in reverse mode, or if it looked right to you. That would be helpful to me, so I can make some adjustments because I wanna make sure you can see everything that I have coming your way so again thanks for being here also I know that your time is valuable so thank you for coming and letting us know that you're here and also would you please put your name in the comment section and also let us know where you are viewing from we know we have an international audience and it's always wonderful to see you coming in live from around the world now for those of you who are joining us in replay mode Thank you. We value your time as well. So as well, go ahead and put your comments in as you see this in replay, and we appreciate your being here. So today's show is sponsored by hangout-marketing.com, where you can receive a brand-new um, a. a Boy, where's, where's my brain just gone? You can receive a brand new assessment. <laughs> the assessment is all about live streaming hangout marketing. So much is happening in live stream today. And I wanna make sure that you understand how you can really tap into the power of live stream marketing in your own business. So all you have to do is take this quick assessment. I'll take you a couple of minutes. Just text the word SUCCESS to 775-800-4179. Uh, that'll take you right to the assessment or if you're out of the country all you need to do is go to hangout-marketing.com like you see right down here and you will have all the information available to you as well as the opportunity to have a private shine session with me now what do we do in that well we sit down and talk about your business and how you really want to get the word out in 2017 and everything we're doing today talking to Natalie will really coincide with that because We're going to be talking about revolutionizing your potential. Now, I'm going to uh, click on this guest, and I'm wondering if you're seeing it in the correct mode. It is revolutionizing your potential with Natalie Forrest, PhD. She is the founder, of course, of Natalie Forrest International. And success revolutions as I said a little while ago she's also the executive director of the woman of global change she has so much to share with us she's been a speaker at many conferences and she's got a lot of information about how to tap into your potential in a way that's going to really change things and change your momentum in 2017 we're going to be talking about identifying your potential aligning your passion your purpose and your potential and finally three key strategies to optimizing your performance so Natalie unmute yourself come on in and say hi to everyone wouldn't you hi
1: everybody wow I I love being on these shows because on the one hand we've got all these keys that we want to get across and like you said Virginia there's so much that we can do when we come together and, and help other business owners and then there's also always something that is in the air or in the atmosphere so sometimes uh, I know you do the same thing we just talk off the cuff because there's something coming in and that's what I mentioned on the uh, live uh, Facebook live just a minute ago but yes I do want to talk about purpose passion potential and I'll throw in the word profit and we'll talk about profit and I want to try and give everybody three keys at least on what we can do with our personal performance, how we can make either our relationships better, our self-image, that is key, but also all of this applies to business. Because one thing, and and I love the the title of your show, Virginia, Inspirational Business Women Show. We're still women or we're still people. Just because we have a business doesn't mean we're no longer human. And I think a lot of times we forget that. (laughs) So thank you for having me, Virginia. Sorry for the long introduction. (laughs) Hey,
0: we love it, and that's about sharing your passion, and that's what I'm about. I just think that there are so many brilliant businesswomen out there with gifts and passions to share, and we want that to come across to our viewers. I want to thank the viewers who are here and helping me with some reverse text. I'm not sure what's going on. Raz. thank you for joining us. Uh, we've got um, Elise, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, and I know there's more than that. Oh, Roz is from Down Under, by the way. Oh, I well, think that I mean, she's an Australian guile okay. Um, but for the rest of you that are also, I know, here, come on in, don't be shy. Just go ahead and type in the comment section where you're hanging out from. We want to acknowledge that you're taking the time to be here and get you set up so you know how to ask questions toward the end of the interview. Now, um, let's start, like I like everyone to start with, Roz, which is your background and a little bit about uh, something in your life. That might have been a transforming moment a a time or an experience or a challenge that really set you on the course to where you are today because you know what life is not static is it
1: (laughs) no no and and let me just throw in there is no overnight success I, I know it always looks like it but there is none I mean you working with all the Uh, technology and programs on your end you had to learn it as well and now it looks easy for everybody but um, it it, it is not it is a long process for everybody it's just keeping with it and when I think about I don't know a transformative uh, transformative I can't say I think what what happened to me is that when I was born and this is going to be a long story I'll cut it short when I was born I always knew that I was a teacher, that I was going to have to make some sort of impact. And so my first route, of course, was to become a teacher. It's natural. So for a long time, I was just teaching, not just, I was teaching, and when I was teaching, I realized I was not teaching history per se. I was teaching life skills. I was uh, at a community college on purpose to really be impactful. And while I was doing that, I tried to do the expected I tried to uh, I did get married I tried to live that life and it just it just didn't work I got so sick at one point that I was at home I could barely move and of course you know I always kept saying I'm going to do this I'm going to do this but sooner or later I realized it was not going to work and um, I think the most transformative experience was actually funny enough a fight with my ex-husband where We were fighting once again and, and I just felt like I was done. And once I had that feeling, that calmness of almost, you know, like stepping out of yourself and looking at the situation going, this is so silly, what is going on? And that's when I knew I was done. And it was pretty difficult in many ways because I'm from Germany and here I am in the United States and in the capital of the United States, Washington DC. I had a couple of friends but I had no family so going out on your own at that point was for lack of a better term revolutionary and so that's I think when things really started shifting I began to make time for myself I began to look into all the gifts that I had sort of not allowed to be at the front and center anymore and then all of a sudden I learned that I was supposed to have my own business, which I never, ever, ever thought I would do, because I don't know, I guess it's German, we don't necessarily do that as much. But I realized, and somebody told me very straightforward that I needed to get out of my comfort zone to really do what I was here to do, to live my purpose. And um, so I think those two things were somewhere coming together that I realized my purpose again, that I reconnected with what I knew. And in addition to that, when I look at what I do today, it is still teaching, transferring skills, I like to call it, but it's also continuing to help people see their purpose, their potential, their passion, and forget about what society tells you. Because most of the time, society is trying to take us into a very small space, and I don't like small spaces so uh one time in an interview about a year and a half ago uh i was asked whether i considered myself a revolutionary and until then i had never thought about it but looking back at my life i guess that's what i am and nowadays i just live it out loud so that that would be the short story on me but i want to add that once i made time for myself and i think this is crucial for every business person once i made time for myself and really honed into my own purpose and, and began to understand my potential, I happened to meet another guy. I wasn't planning on it, but now I can say I live a wonderful life. I have a wonderful husband, we have a daughter, we have a beautiful house, and most importantly, we have each other. And, and I think that is really important when I talk about profit. To me, profit is not always about money. Profit is, what do you get out of it? And and so I just wanna throw all of that in because all of that is me and it's my own journey. And that's why I think I can really be of help for other people.
0: Yeah, you know, I think what's important here is that we all, well not all of us, some of us are fortunate to be in a relationship for our entire lives. Um, as far as marriage is concerned, but a lot of people go through transformative times, major shifts and upheavals around divorce, makes us sort of step back, and I'm saying this from my own experience, to step back and say, well, who am I, especially in my particular case, I was married the first time at such a young age, Mm -hmm. and I really hadn't had that time in my life early on to define or even much think about who I was, and what I wanted I think times have changed a lot today because um, I think it's much more expected that you have a career in addition to um, a marriage if that's the role you choose but uh, for me definitely that was absolutely um, a, a transformative time when I had to really sit and think about who I was what I valued what was important to me and as you say you realized you were revolutionary and you hadn't had a chance to even explore that until uh, what I call these defining moments in life. So thank you for sharing that. And and I know that <laughs> I'm looking here, seeing Roz making the same kind of statements. And And we just all have to embrace that those times that are painful, those yeah. times that, as you said, push you to step out of your comfort zone or discover a new place to land your feet and go forward are not the easiest. And they can't be if they were too easy we wouldn't be forced to have the growth and discovery about ourselves that uh, and our potential that we have available to us so
1: thank you for sharing that now let me add something to that also Virginia because since we're talking for one reason or another about those difficult times I, I happen to believe that we're learning lessons right and so To me, journaling is key. And so after my first marriage broke up, I literally took all summer, like three months. And what I did is I really journaled and not the little, you know, nice little things that we did when we were 14 about all that stuff. But I mean, I mean, really journaling and I have a process for that. But when you journal and then at the end, you forgive everybody, you take responsibility for your role in it because we all have a role in what happens it just not just happened to us we're part of it and so at the end of like three to four months it was very fascinating in hindsight for me to see that now I'm very grateful for my first marriage a lot of people don't understand that knowing what it was like but I'm very grateful because it allowed me to grow and it got me to where I am. And I think that is key because a lot of people that I work with, not necessarily as much on the business side, but the individuals who are going through transformative stages, they wonder. I just had, had one of my uh, mentees the other day saying, well, you know, I'm, I'm sort of talking to him again. And I wonder, is it me? And I was just going, oh, my God, you're doing the same thing again. And I, and I directly asked her, I said, did you journal? Did you go through this? She said, no, but I'm, I was like, no, see, you're doing it just with another person. but sort of the same thing again. And so the journaling, if we want to move forward or the forgiveness and the gratitude is really crucial, personally, as well as in business, I believe. And it fits in with, you know, our purpose because the more we look at, What are we experiencing and what have we experienced? I call these patterns, you know, unlocking the hidden power of patterns. When you look at the patterns of your life, you will understand your purpose, you will understand what your purpose is, and it's not hard. We make it hard. It's very easy when you look at your life to say, Oh, yeah, well, I should have just looked at it. It's very easy, but. We think we need to have our, our picture on, I don't know, uh, a, a big wall somewhere. No, not everybody does. And most of the people who end up there, we don't really want to be there. We'd rather be at home doing our own little thing. But your purpose is easy. Just look at your life thus far and, and close the chapters that need closing. And that's when you realize what your purpose is. It's not that difficult.
0: Okay, so three really, four I guess, <laughs> great <laughs> concepts here that I wanna make sure we sort of summarize and wrap our, our thoughts around because the gifts of even doing an interview like this is that, you know, Natalie's just sharing from her heart and yet beautiful ideas are coming from her at the same time. So the whole idea of taking the pain, the challenge or whatever it is that has sort of blown your life up in a way from, from being in your comfort zone is to journal and is to find gratitude in that experience and to find a way to forgive so that, as you say, you can close that chapter, move on, and suddenly open yourself to a bigger purpose than you might have ever thought you had. You know, it was probably there all along anyway, but you might not have known it. You might not have tapped into it yet because you hadn't gone through these steps. So, I mean, right there, we could stop the interview, Natalie, and everyone could go home and do a lot of work. <laughs> All right, here we go.
1: <laughs> but, 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 you yeah, know, I we can, can talk. talk a little more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and
0: Elise is staying, and the obstacles are always our teachers, our points for massive growth and development. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Elise. So let's, let's move into what I call the first hot topic, even though we're already there. And that is identifying believing in and going with your potential let's give them a few strategies
1: around that idea okay well first of all you need to know your purpose Um, that's like I said almost the easy part the potential that we all have is key it is It is the one thing that, and I'm going to sound really mean right now, it's the one thing that society doesn't want us to realize most of the time, because if everybody really does what we're here to do, we're going to blow everything out of proportion. It's going to be an explosion of love and kindness and forgiveness, and it's hard to keep that in the frameworks of what we have right now. And frameworks are needed to have a society going. So I'm not saying all social conditioning is bad. But think about it this way. Children. Children come to this earth and and they think they are the biggest thing to all of us. I mean, they're just the most amazing thing you've ever seen. And I know you have kids in your house, in your environment too. I mean, they're they're looking at the mirror. They go, oh, I'm so pretty. I'm so good. And then somewhere along the line, we give that up, we give that up, and, and please hear me, we choose to give it up, because all of a sudden when we start entering uh, pre-K, kindergarten, any kind of social condition environment, we keep hearing what we can and cannot do and a lot about it is you cannot do this you cannot do that you should not be all of those things are being put on us that once we hit 15 20 30 40 50 whatever our age is at that point we don't we don't know what we're really capable of doing and i don't just mean that in a spiritual sense but we've learned that uh living in debt is okay, that we should never expect to make more than $70,000 in the job that we're in. We're getting these caps, these glass ceilings, whatever you wanna call it, and we take them in. Once you take them in, you can't break them anymore. So the potential piece is the most crucial. Purpose is easy, profit is easy. Potential is what we need to work on, understanding and accepting that we are limitless. Anything that we put our mind to, we can achieve. And yes, I know, I know, I hear it all the time, but, well, how about end? There are so many things, yes, there are some rules in society that don't allow us to just buy a $2 million house without putting any money down. I get that. but. If you want that $2 million home, you got to start working on it. The secret never said sit down and, I don't know, wait for it. The secret always said put your mind to it, start acting on it. So to rediscover and reconnect to our potential means I'm going to say this word. We're going to have to do some work. And it's not terrible work, but we're going to have to do a little bit of work. And it starts with the potential. And then we need to look at our patterns because it is those patterns. And a lot of them are subconscious. I talk a lot about the subconscious patterns. And I'm just going to keep going here because there's an example that I always bring up. It connects to profit, to success, to money and everything else. My mom raised my brother and I. It's also in my book. She raised us to be able to survive on very little, which is great. Neither my brother nor I, we're not very materialistic. We can really survive on little as long as we have a little bit of food and a lot of love. But when I was creating my own business, I was wondering for a couple of years, what is going on? I know my value. I know what I have to offer. I know it's crucial. I know I'm helping people, but I'm not able to pay my bills. And then one day it dawned on me that wonderful, wonderful idea of surviving on little was biting me in the back because I was never asking for what I was worth. I was never asking for people to understand I had to pay bills too. I was always giving in to their stories. And those stories might have been very legitimate, but we all try to say we don't have any money all the time. So that is really one of those subconscious patterns. If you're not believing in your potential because your mom, your dad, your uncle, one time when you were two or three years old said, you'll never amount to much. Forget about the things when all of society tells you you won't ever amount to much. And we've got a number of groups who hear that all the time, women being one of them. If you keep hearing that, if if all of the images that you see on social media and on, on all the screens, big and small, are, uh, for example, teeny tiny women who apparently don't need any clothes because they're size zero, I mean, then of course you always, the self-image that you have prevents you from seeing your own potential when you don't see your own potential you can't realize it and so, so I, let's,
0: I i want to jump in on this for just a moment because i think you've made so many again important points and uh, in particular this idea of how you start in life and where you don't where you see yourself with full potential because no one's told you early on that you can't do it hopefully i mean some people are programmed very young but um, there is this internal programming process that that feels that you can do anything, and suddenly society and the programming from influential others sort of diminishes that until it no longer is a belief system for you, and these others are. If we're talking about this for women in business, because that's obviously the, the, the main approach of this show, and you know that women are tending, in general, to diminish themselves and to diminish their worth what's one key thing you can tell them that they can start doing today to shift that belief
1: pattern very easy and I didn't come up with that I believe Louise Louise Hay did okay the easiest thing that you can do is step in front of the mirror any kind of mirror even a glass that you see yourself in and look yourself in the eyes really crucial. And say to yourself, "I love you." And I know that may not seem like business, but once you love yourself, you respect yourself. and then you can go out. Hand in hand with this exercise of "I love you," the next step will be look around yourself on how other people treat you. Because I just mentioned the key word "respect." If they don't respect your time, if they don't respect the work that you do, and this applies to anybody, businesswomen and housewives, they do a lot of work. Businesswomen, we do it all, okay? But housewives also do a lot. I mean, they could be making a lot of money with all the different chores that they do every day. So look around and see how people treat you. Not with pointing fingers, because you give them permission to treat you like that. So the I love you is connected to, how do they treat me, do they respect me? If you feel that they don't respect you or you don't know who you are, then we'll take the next step. And by the way, all of that is normal, especially for women, because as you said, we are trained a certain way. First comes family, We're supposed to be the caregivers. We're supposed to be the saviors, even in the 21st century, maybe even more than in the 20th. now again. So it really comes with I love you and then respect. And once we understand the respect, then we move forward and we can put our action plan together and say, okay, I really want to achieve this. I really want to achieve that. And because now we love ourselves, And other people respect us as we respect ourselves. We can actually, crucial point number three, ask for help. Women, I cannot use that other word, are not good at that. We need to ask for help. And when we have those three things in place, that's when we start moving forward. We're beginning to have a momentum going. Once we have that momentum especially the love, the respect, and the ability to ask for help. We're going to face, especially as women again, another um, opportunity for growth. And that is collaboration. I know we love to say that women collaborate, but I'm sorry. I've been in business now for a while. And women don't like to collaborate. Women are the first ones to tear each other down. I'm lucky at this point because I've met other women who are like me, who are like you, Virginia. We try to lift each other up. But again, it's not a blame game. So why do we tear each other down? Because that's what we've been taught. Women cannot do A, B, C, D. We believe it about ourselves. We believe it about others. So. It's this little vicious circle that we just need to get out of by focusing on the silly thing called love.
0: <laughs> the silly thing called love, which is the foundation yes. of everything else as far as I'm concerned and what drives the soul, the spirit, and our, I would say our purpose in being here. Yes. And if it isn't founded in love, I, I, I feel that that is a lost soul. That's my very personal belief. So, yes, and yet, you're right. I'm thinking of a client I had many years ago. And uh, she was a nurse and had six children, just to add a little story here. And she just didn't have any time or didn't believe she had any time to take care of herself, that everyone else came first. Well, as a result, her health went downhill. She wasn't getting enough rest. She had gained weight. She had no energy. And she had created this visual cycle because she had not... Put herself in the equation so I, I like the idea of stepping in front of the mirror and uh, identifying that you love yourself and giving yourself the respect you deserve uh, i haven't thought about the observation part observing mm-hmm. others and how they seem to respond because i would think that what that would mean is if you're not if you're observing that you're not getting the respect you desire or should feel that you should have, that you maybe have to go back into the mirror again and ask yourself,
1: do you truly respect yourself? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because we teach others how to treat us. Uh, You know, uh, another example, I mean, I'm pretty revolutionary, but I'm also traditional. So with my husband, when we first met, Uh, there were not all of these, you know, I dress up nicely because you come over stuff. We were too old for that game. But I was the one cooking. So in my house, it's pretty much I'm cooking. Not necessarily because I'm a woman, but because I love to cook. So I'm cooking, he takes out the trash. How much more traditional can you get? But I trained him that way because before he met me, he ate by himself and he cooked for himself. So I can't blame him for it. But of course, we also have a mutual uh, understanding of what's going on. And I help with the trash, sometimes he helps with the food, whatever. But it's really important that we understand our role in all of this. Because what we often try to do is we blame others that we don't have that success, that we don't get. And it goes back to our purpose. And, And I love the fact that you bring up nurses. I know so many nurses and they are the last ones to take care of themselves. It's, it's amazing to me. They know so much about how important it is, but they just give, give, give. And when I was going through, through my first uh, marriage, somebody one day, day told me, he said, if you're completely empty, if your bank account, if your glass of water is empty, how are you going to help anybody? And that was a wake-up call for me. If I'm empty, I'm done. So how am I going to help anybody if I'm empty? I got to start nourishing myself. And I'm still working on it. But there are times, I mean, I meditate every day. I take my 10, 15 minutes. I do some yoga. But that me time is really important. And when you said going back to the mirror for the respect, it's also claiming that me time. Because by the time that we're 20, most of us have forgotten our purpose. That means we don't even know what our potential for our purpose is. But bringing that me time back is so important to connect the two. And sometimes that's very hard to do, but uh, as I tell my clients, you just gotta put your foot down and say, I need half an hour for myself. In the end, that half hour or 15 minutes that you take for yourself, it's going to benefit everybody because after that 15 minutes, you come out of your room, you come out of the bathtub, whatever it is that you're doing, and you're not stressed. You're happy. You're coming out and everything's fine and everything just goes easy. So it's not just you giving to you, which a lot of us have problems with. It's the end result of how much more you can give to others at the same time.
0: I'm just looking at um, comments here, um, Ross saying my children are all now adults. I have had many years now of me time and yet it is still it is still that I spend my time in busyness. And I think mm-hmm. this is gonna get to the third topic and not so much on me. And I've been trying to make that shift to spend more time on me and get out of the way of myself when I get busy, but it's not necessarily results producing activities. So, what do you have to share with Roz about
1: that? Number one, Roz, thank you for sharing. And uh, Number two, it's normal because, again, the, the, the bad one, society, doesn't really want us to take too much time on ourselves. And it, it can get kind of scary because when you really get to know yourself, you know all sides of yourself. When you really journal, you know what you triggered in others, and you got to take responsibility for that. So sometimes it's a little bit of a fear of really knowing yourself. It's the fear of understanding your purpose. Once we understand our purpose, we have to get out of our comfort zone. And that can be scary. On the bright side, Whenever we're a little scared or uncomfortable, we're actually growing. So that's a plus. So what I would recommend for you, Ross, is, is really journaling. And, and you know, if you want, you can send me an email. I can send you one of my uh, sheets for patterns where you just outline what you've done with all of the different people in your life, what they've taught you, what you've taught them. That'll help you with your purpose. But yes, you'll have to make the time to sit down and do that. It's easy for us to get sidetracked. There are days when I have the same problem because there's something I really need to do, but it's sort of like a little uncomfortable. Like the program I'm creating right now, it's like, ah, oh, there's so many other things I could do. I could just, you know, tweet that I'm going to be on Virginia's show. You know, it's so much easier to do that instead of the program. So it, it does take um, a little bit of courage and self-love and self-respect to sit down and go through all you have accomplished in your life. If your kids are all grown, you have given so much to humanity already. So honor yourself for that. Take a cup of tea or a beer or, I don't know, a cup of coffee. My thing is coffee. So sit down and look outside and just, reflect on everything you have done and pat yourself on the back, throw a party for yourself because raising kids is not easy. So acknowledge all that you have achieved and then start looking at what do I want to do now? One thing that we do when we raise children or have a family or have a job is that we sometimes forget what we're good at, what our passion is, because we're we're doing we're doing all the time. So, think back about what's your passion when you were young. What did you love to do? And then reconnect with that, and that'll probably help you get less busy and get more focused on you. That well, that's
0: would be beautiful, a beautiful answer. So and um Roz is saying thank you and coffee, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Put some more questions in there. I know that you are really contemplating some of these ideas, and I, I just think this is so important. One of the most important things that I have done in my lifetime because I've been around the block a few times in this <laughs> lifetime, and um, I did a life inventory. I just sat down, and it actually took me parts of several days because to think back over all the years and all the things that I've done and all the roles I've played, and I think you can think of it that way. What roles have you played in life? Motherhood Mm -hmm. is one very important and probably the most challenging role you'll ever play. But all the other things that you've done, whether or not it's been business-related, volunteer-related, organizing around the house, all the different roles that you've played. If you do a life inventory on this, this is a great place, in my opinion, to start and look back and appreciate yourself, first of all, and respect yourself for all that you've experienced. And then from there, you can move into saying, as you say, what got my juices going? What really, as I would always use the term, inspired me mm-hmm. through all of those experiences? And maybe start to see some patterns there, which you said that you had talked about you have something on that. Um, and then maybe you are ready to move into what you would call today, Natalie, revolutionizing your potential. So before I have her go into this final segment, I want you all to know you better stick around, ask some more questions, but also stick around because we have a special gift for you from Roz, which is her e-guide on revolutionizing your life. So you're going to be able to grab that tool and start to put some of this into practice. So um, Natalie, let's talk a little bit further about that. How do we really do this? How do we take all this knowledge and experience we have and revolutionize our potential?
1: Well, you revolutionize your potential just by claiming it. It's really that simple and it's a revolution because most of us don't do it that's why I called it a revolution and so whether you use the life inventory which is so crucial whether you use the wheel of life but trying to figure out all those roles and it's funny because everybody plays so many roles and I remember years ago when when I used to ask people I said what do you do or I said, who are you? And they will give me, I'm a mom, I'm a sister. I'm like, okay, 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 okay. And I remember this this one talk that I gave years ago. And I went through that. It was at a college. And um, at the end, when they were done with the 20 things that they are, I said, okay, so now tell me, who are you? And they couldn't answer that question. That's why it's so crucial to go through the life inventory, to understand your purpose and your potential. And when you start claiming your potential, you're going to have to claim it in connection with your passion. Let me explain what I mean by that. Um, a lot of people nowadays want to go into business. Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, especially with all the MLMs that we have and I'm not for or against them, but everybody wants to do it right now. Well, first of all, not everybody needs to be an entrepreneur. Let's just be serious about that. Number two, if you go into business by copying what somebody else has done. You can't succeed. It's impossible because it's not you. So think about it. Um, In many ways, Virginia is a business consultant, as am I. And we're doing a whole bunch of other things too. But we're obviously very, very different. And we're actually collaborating, giving you more information. So key here is, that when you understand your potential to claim it, and to hold steadfast to your purpose, your passion, and your potential, you will succeed in your business. If you connect those three, whatever that business is, and that business can be running a family, don't get me wrong, but if you're trying to run a kind of different business, it's gotta be yours especially, for example, with all of the MLMs, okay? Um, There are usually a few people on the top who make a lot of money off of it because they get more and more people into it. Most of the other people don't make that much money because they're getting all the kits and then they're getting a list of how to do stuff. If you really, really do it that way, it won't work because you didn't come up with it. Your passion isn't in it. You're, You're like reciting a poem that, You have no connection with, like when we were children. Okay. So, the people on the lower chain of an MLM, for example, that make money are the ones who use the kit, who look at the draft, the formula, and say, Well, I believe in the product, but I'm going to do it this way. And of course, the MLM usually is not too happy about it because they want everything to be cookie cut but those people have success. So if you connect your purpose with your passion and then your potential, you can create any kind of business and be successful in it. You also have to define what success means to you, which is where the word profit comes in. To me, it's not making $2 million a year, it's not. I'm sorry, it's not. It would be nice, but it's not. To me, it's impacting people. And I've got to scale how many people I want to impact every year. Okay, That's profit to me because I'm making a difference and I'm making a difference in my daughter's life. So when it comes to business success, you need to believe in your potential and you need to use your potential in connection with your passion to make it work. There are so many people out there who've got great ideas, but they're trying to follow some kind of cookie cutter way and then they wonder why it's not working and they're there on their fifth business because every time they do it they want to do it like those other people and it doesn't work so if you believe in a product if you believe in a service don't worry who else is out there who else is doing it it's frank sinatra you have to do it your way then you will succeed does that answer (laughs)
0: yeah I did it my way (laughs) Yeah, I mean I I do I I think that's a really interesting analogy you make around um, multi-level marketing businesses because again that their whole point is to simplify it by duplication and what you're saying is that for most people that just doesn't work because it's not essentially who they are it's not their passion it's not what drives them with their purpose therefore they're not reaching their fullest potential Mm So um, good, good stuff. We could go on and on, Natalie, but let's let's give some people um, a, a treat here. Let me go ahead and post the gift up. I've also already posted it in the uh, comment section. But for those of you who are catching this also, you know, this is going to be up on iTunes soon. I want you to see it as well. So here's the thing. It's very simple. You just need to t- uh, type in hmtips.com. That's H-M for Hangout Mentor, hmtips.com forward slash Natalie gift when you put that in your browser you'll be taken to Natalie's page on how to revolutionize your life and get her e-guide on that so do you want to tell them a little bit more about that uh, Natalie and what they can expect by taking advantage of that all the text is backwards again.
1: I would say (laughs) it's a step to to really getting started on identifying your purpose and it is sort of what we've talked about a little bit here already. Uh, how do you really know what your purpose is and what are your patterns? Oh, that just switched. I like it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, you know, understanding uh, what your key patterns are and then being able to uh, go from there. It's a starting point because I am an honest believer that once you get started, you can't stop in anything that you do. Uh, Maybe working out is a little bit different, but it's going to give you the first kind of steps, action steps on how to identify your purpose and go towards your potential with all of who you are, because everybody is here for a reason. And I'm, I'm here to help you understand that reason. So whether it's, in big letters at the golden globes or whether it is at home making the best hot chocolate you've ever made i don't care what it is because there's no good or worse or best here we're all here contributing from love as virginia said earlier and so the the gift is really the first step towards it getting you started and then finding somebody else hopefully after that a support network um a a coach a a consultant who can help you with the next steps so that you are starting
0: yeah, yeah. Just, start. just start and you know you, in this way you can really be um, paying attention to your energy with whatever the next step is that you're doing even though it might be putting you out of your comfort zone believe me I've been in out of my comfort zone with this broadcasting for years now. <laughs> I continue to grow and be challenged by it, but because I'm passionate about it, because I love meeting great people like Natalie and talking to you who are, 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 you know, engaging in the conversation here, which I so much appreciate your being here live and also on replay that's what it's all about my energy just soars when i do this show even when it doesn't always work out perfectly so pay attention to whatever it is you're doing and as elise is saying you know she's so glad that she found the vessel i love this elise she found the vessel that would work with what already was passionate within her and that's i think really what natalie is saying get that clarified first go through the life inventory do some journaling Forgive and get rid of the chapters that were your challenges in life and start to revolutionize your life so that you really are living your full potential. Is that the, some of the final words, Natalie, you want to add on to?
1: Well, let me just add a little twist to everything that we've talked about because I mentioned that in the Facebook Live uh, that we did earlier. We have a new year, and many people write resolutions down. And the resolutions are usually about getting fit, drinking less, eating less, and all of that stuff, which society tells us. And then in week three, four, five, six of the new year, we're all feeling guilty because we didn't accomplish it. Okay. So revolutionizing that, the resolutions, in addition to your potential, means you look at what your purpose is, what your passion is, and you write resolutions that are in line with that forget about going to the gym because everybody does it don't copycat the gym's not for me forget about it okay i'm not going to the gym Tried that been there no okay i can do yoga at home but not in the gym so forget about what everybody else does what is in alignment what is good for you for you for this new year And then every year you build on that. So last year I said, I'm going to make this much more money. I've accomplished that, so now I can say, I'm gonna make this much more money. Or I wanna take a vacation with the family. The resolutions have to be in alignment with your purpose and passion. And that's where the potential comes in. Then you can actually make those resolutions work because you're in it. And that's the same with any business you have to be fully engaged and passionate about it or it does not work well those are those are great final thoughts because
0: um as you say now we can resolve to be all that we always had the potential to be but as you say if it's just not who you are like not going to the gym what's the point in putting it down just because society thinks you should yeah Great stuff. Um, Elise uh, wants to be able to get in touch with you. Um, Roz has a couple questions, but I'll take care of those. But uh, for anyone who's watching this uh, in replay mode as well as those of you here live, thank you. How can they get in touch with you to get further information other than taking advantage of the gift?
1: Well, it's very easy. I'm all over social media. If you're on Facebook or Twitter, if you want to reach out to me directly, just send me an email, um, info, I-N-F-O, at... NatalieForest.com. Um, you know I'll try to get to it as quickly as I can so if you've got any specific questions go there look at my website connect with me on on any kind of social media and I'll see how I can support you absolutely I appreciate that okay
0: that's it you guys wasn't this just a wonderful wonderful way to start the new year and it's all about focusing on respecting and valuing yourself and your passions and your purpose put those all in alignment go out and make it a terrific 2017 I will look forward to seeing you next week on the inspirational businesswoman show or guess what you're gonna get me <laughs> I'm interviewing hey. me this is unique isn't it <laughs> well, that's cool I love it very good but I'm gonna be sharing with you some of my passions about how to get the word out and in, in your life um, in ways that will engage other people. So please join us next week. In the meantime, Natalie, thank you so very much. And thank you all of you that have been here live today. We appreciate you. Your time is valuable. Go out and make it the best 2017. Thanks, everyone.
1: Bye-bye now. Bye.